Well, once again, we are uh, just blessed to have all of you here. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, thank you for all of you families that are here for the baby dedications. We are going to be doing that. And uh, uh, so uh, right at the end of the service, you know, we're going to take time. We're going to make sure you get out of here on time and everything too. We know you have all kinds of plans and we are believing for good things. Amen. Hallelujah. So we do want to say welcome. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. But you may have snuck in here and didn't know it was a baby dedication Sunday. And you're thinking, holy cow, they need a bigger place. Well, we do. We're believing for that too. But uh, amen. Uh, and, uh, but we have what we call connect cards right in there. So if you'd like to get connected with it, you'd like to know more about our church, you can fill that out, drop it into the offering bucket as it goes by. Uh, that would be a real blessing for us. They're right there in the seat pockets in front of you. Every other one has one. So if there's not one right Right in front of there should be one to the right or the left of you. Amen? Hallelujah. So if you could do that, that'd be a real blessing. Praise God. Hey, we're going to go ahead. We're going to continue worshiping God. We're going to worship God with our tithes and our offerings as we always do at Harvest Bible Church. And so if you need an envelope, you can uh, get it right there in the seat pockets too. Or if you guys have set up all your giving, you know, and you don't have to give, praise God. Our church is an awesome church. They give and they're blessings and we're wonderful. If you want to, this is great ground. Amen. Nobody has to give grudgingly or of necessity. God loves cheerful givers. We are a blessed church. God has done tremendous things for us. And so we continue to do that. I used to have, you know, somebody said to me one time, if you keep telling everybody that we're blessed, they're going to stop giving. I said, no, they won't. They'll always, everybody wants to get in on a good thing. I said, who invests in a company that says, if you don't give, we're going under. We're going to be bankrupt next week. Amen. Hey, it ain't going to work. You're not going to invest your money in. They're going to do anything. They're going to be like, oh, I'll just let them fold. Let's go find somebody that's actually doing something. Amen? So no, we, we don't have a sad luck story. We're blessed and we're thanking God for his goodness and grace because the people of this church are amazing. Hallelujah. They're wonderful and I just thank God for that. God's been so good to us. He's been a miraculous thing. God's uh, set us on a path and he's causing increase to come all the way through. Amen? Hallelujah, because God's the one that does it. God's the one that meets and supplies all of our need. Amen. Aren't you glad he's your source and not the world? Yes, thank God God's our source. And he owns everything anyway. Everybody thinks they own it, but God owns it. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He says, I own all the cattle. I own all the gold. I own all the silver. You know, amen. So they just think he's just letting them play with it right now until it gets to you and me. Amen. So let's pray over this offering right now. Heavenly Father, we we thank you. We magnify your name. We honor you and we worship you because you're such a great God. Lord, thank you for the privilege we have to bring our tithes and offerings and to worship you with our giving. And now, Lord, each and every person here, there are needs, there are things that they have need of. Father, I ask that you meet and supply every need that they have. Father, do it exceedingly abundantly above all that they could even ask or think. You're a great God. You're an amazing God. You do supernatural things. And Lord, thank you. Thank you that your hand is continued on Harvest Bible Church. Thank you, Father. We're bringing good seed and we're planting it into good ground. And we thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everyone that agreed said, amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's receive this offering right here. Hallelujah. There's nobody coming out because there's no announcements today, so, which is really cool because that means we get to go right into things and get, and, and get the kids and get everything. We're going to, as soon as they're done, we're going to dismiss the uh, junior high and senior high, but they're going to actually come back for the baby dedications. So we're going to be very structured here because they want to be back in there because of families, friends, and all that. So they're going to be doing that. So hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so all the high school, all the junior high and high school, you guys can go ahead and go. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> God is good. Amen. Thank you, Father, because he is so wonderful. Thank you, Father. Amen. Getting everything set up for our wonderful baby dedication and everything else, too. How many of you know that it's incredibly wonderful because of life and, and babies and, and uh, be able to dedicate her and to lift them up before the Lord and declare, you know, that 
this is something that's a tremendous gift that God gave us, amen, which is life. And we appreciate that and we thank God for that. And, you know, the babies, they have no idea what's going on today. They have no idea what's happening. Uh, but they are trusting you. Amen? And so we're not going to preach to the babies this morning. We're going to preach to you. And then we're going to dedicate them. You know, there's a lot of things going on in our nation right now. There's a lot of stuff that's happening with all of our colleges, young college, Christian colleges, different colleges that are happening, uh, you know, about 10 to 12 that are just allowing God to be God in their lives. Now, you know, there's been a lot of talk, there's been a lot of criticism, a lot of different things that have been being said, you know, that, well, college kids are just having fun going to chapel so they don't have to go to class. The key is, is that, you know, instead of criticizing or instead of uh, uh, judging or instead of evaluating and looking to see, you know, if something's real or not, just rejoice in something that is attracting attention of a nation that needs God so desperately, so desperately. We need God so desperately. You know, it's kind of a unique thing that the, the new movie that's coming out, uh, uh, The Jesus Revolution, that's, you know, kind of going to be in theaters and everything coming out this, the 24th or 23rd of this month, it's going to be showing about the Jesus movement from the 70s. And that's uh, coming out, and it's, you know, with Chuck, you know, Chuck Gerard is one of the guys that was a singer. Of course, you know, we've had Chuck at our church singing. And uh, so anyways, it's all coming out and, uh, with uh, what took place with Chuck Smith and all the things that happened. And actually, guess where it started? California. Can you believe that? Hallelujah. And uh, anyways, you got all, all the hippies got saved. None of the people I, you know, you can remember, most of you that can't remember that, but those of us that are old enough to remember those things, uh, you know, nobody thought that any of those kids, I was, you know, I was a teenager in the 70s, and, and, you know, and, and a, you know, and a, and a young person in the 60s. So in that, uh, you know, I can understand why our parents didn't think we could get saved. We, <laughs> We were a rebellious generation in, in a lot of ways, but, uh, but you know what? God, God, and when God got a hold of us and got a hold of things, we just wanted and we hungered and desired for him, and aren't you glad that God's doing something? You know, and it, it's so sad that we see all this stuff because we have modern technology that lets us know about, well, that person, they got this person involved, they got that person, this, you know, I know, I know about that person, person, they're terrible, they're this. Hey, listen, Jesus had Judas Iscariot with him for three and a half years. Everywhere he went, Judas was with him, okay, and stealing from him every day, stealing from the money. He had a thief with him every day. Isn't it amazing that Jesus preaches this great message in John chapter 6? He has a multitude of people. He preaches this great message and he says, guess what? You guys all got to eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. That sounds pretty crazy, huh? That just throws people out. And all of a sudden, everybody left except for the 12. And he looked at the 12 and said, you going to go too? And Peter said, where are we going to go? You've got the words of eternal life. He says, yeah, I know. One of you is the devil. So no matter how small, no matter what revival, no matter what's going on, the devil is always more faithful than anybody else. He's going to be there. Why? Because he doesn't know what's going on. He's got to find out what's going on through you and I. So he's got to find out if God's moving. I love one of the, I love one of the quotes was, you know, Hollywood puts on a show of the devil and, and, he gets, and the devil gets praised for five minutes with a cr- cruel song and a crazy song for the Grammys and all that. Hallelujah, God turns around and, and goes across the nation and is getting worshiped and praised for hours and weeks and on in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we see these things here. But you know what it should do for us is it should turn our hearts toward him. It should cause us to say, Lord, I'm not going to be satisfied till it rains here. It should call us to come closer. It should call us to, to hunger and to desire for God. It should call us to go, yes, there's going to be flaws in it. Yes, there's going to be all kinds of peripheral things. Amen. It, but who cares about what's going on around you? Let God prepare a table before you in the presence of all your enemies. Let God touch your life in the midst of things. Amen. 
So if you have your Bibles, go to James chapter four, if you would with me. And I'm just going to share for a moment. Then we're going to, you know, I've got, I'm on cue. I've got everybody telling me exactly what I need to do today. So we're going to, you know, we, we got it all done. Who's doing what, which one's coming up. I mean, it's, it's very choreographed and organized except for my part right here. And they know I'm a loose cannon. So, (laughs) you know, but, but it it is, I mean, I've got to, you know, we got to get this for, you know, everything. And I know some of you, you're ready to text and tell, you know, because you're, you're, you're on, you're in on this thing too. So that's okay though. Amen. I don't mind that because I mean, these, this is precious, 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 precious. So, uh, you know, I, I, I love these kind of things, but I just want to encourage you. I want to strengthen you, but I want you to hunger for God because revivals come in many shapes and sizes, but it's really just a drawing of us getting in the presence of God us getting, and us letting God be more important than everything else around us. Amen. In in James chapter four, verse seven, it says this. He said, you know, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Verse eight, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. That little phrase, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. How many of you know that God's not up there, you know, in the sense withholding anything He's waiting for someone to respond. Amen? He's waiting for someone to respond. He's waiting for us to draw. All he's looking for is somebody that gives a response. God always is. If we draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to us. Who has to make the first move? We do. We have to hunger and desire for God more than anything else. You know, and it's amazing to me. And the reason we don't is because we don't expect God to do anything in our lives. Because most of us who've been around for a long time have been disappointed. Thank you for your overwhelming response. That's awesome. Because all of us have. All of us have had things where our prayers didn't get answered. We didn't get the things that we thought we should and and what God was doing. And uh, we didn't get the response that we should have gotten. And so then we turned around and decided we're bigger and smarter than God. And that's what messes us up. Because when we don't get the response that we think we should, then we think that, well, God made a mistake. Well, I, I know I know what's right. Here's the biggest thing. Well, I know I heard. I know I heard right. I know you talked to me, God, and you didn't do it. And who's that remind you of? Like Job, huh? You know, Job said, I didn't do anything wrong, and he really didn't. Until he got around his friends and they started saying all kinds of crazy. And then he turned around and started attacking them and saying, who do you think you are? And then he began to, to justify himself. He began to get self-righteous. Amen? Hallelujah. And then when God showed up, what happened? And God says, where were you when I made the earth? Where were you when I made the wind? Where were you when I did all? And I love the King James. King James says this. It says, and Job says, and I put my hand to my mouth. You know what that means? Job slapped himself. <laughs> Some of us, we just need to slap ourselves and come on, what are we doing? This is God. See, the problem we have in this is that we've got such a a society now that, you know, people don't think they need a savior because they don't think there's a God. And they don't think they have sin because everything's okay. If you feel like it's okay, it's okay. No, sin is sin. The Bible tells us what it is. But the greatest sin that we all have and the greatest sin that we, that's caused us to get into the shape that the body of Christ and that the world is getting is that we've forgotten about the fear of the Lord. We've forgotten that he's God. Amen. I think we've got to get back to, wait a minute, God's God. And see, God's not going to manifest himself or do anything where he's not honored and revered, revered, where he's not this. You know, he said, let's, let's submit ourselves to God. Let's draw unto God and let's draw nigh to him. That first part when it says, submit yourself therefore to God, then you can resist the devil and he will flee from you. Most people can't resist the devil because they never submit themselves to God. They like God to submit themselves to them. Amen. We see have a tendency. Listen, you need to get back to the point of, listen, you're God and I'm not. There is a God and you're not him. There is a Holy Spirit and you're not him. Amen? But thank God we can come in and we can deal, we can come in and allow God to be God. There's usually two kinds of people in the church. It, and when you look at things, is there those who uh, see God for, or seek God for what he can do for them and then there's those who seek God for who he is. And we need to be those who seek God for who he is that no matter what, we're going to seek God. 
that Job could say this, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. Job thought God took everything away. Job thought God was the one doing it. And we all know that it wasn't. We got the book. We see that it was the enemy. It was the devil. It was the devil that was attacking him. Amen? But we need to have this encounter with God that is a deep encounter with God so that you get sealed by the Holy Spirit so that you don't want to walk away where you don't have a confusion on the inside that you can understand and know the truth. And the truth sets you free. Amen? Because I don't know about you, I'm not going to be satisfied if God reigns in every other state. But if he's not reigning here in Lodi and Stockton, if he's not reigning right here, I'm not going to be satisfied. I am not going to move until God reigns here. And he is reigning and he is doing, but I'm just wanting him to touch you even more and more. Hallelujah. The love of God that would touch you with the, the heart of God, touch you with so that you know, man, God is real. God is real. It's amazing how many people don't know God is real. Their salvation is shallow. Are y'all okay? This is a baby dedication Sunday. It is. <laughs> but these little kids are valuable and precious. And they're coming into a world that needs Christians who are going to be Christians. It needs moms and dads and grandma and grandpas, aunts, uncles that are going to serve God, that are going to declare the glory of God, that are going to pray over them, that are going to help them, that are going to encourage They need churches. They need people. They need every avenue. Hallelujah. That's going to stand with them and believe God for them. Amen. I mean, I've got 18 grandkids. 18. My kids, they took that literally, replenishing the earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, and, uh, uh, you know, with that, with that, the key is, and I want to see them. Hallelujah. I want to see them hungering and loving God more than anything else. And I can, and the, you know, the blessing is, is that they all are. All of them are. Every one of them are in church. Every one of them love God. My kid, I mean, I, I'm blessed. And I, and I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Because I have a lot of friends whose kids don't go to church that were ministry friends that are pastors. And, and, and I'm not judging them. I'm not saying anything. I'm just so grateful for the grace and the mercy of God that lived my life and tried to do it, do the best that I could do. And I thank God for his grace and his mercy. Amen? There's no judgment going there. We live in a crazy world. And it's difficult to see and to know. You know, it's amazing about Moses. You remember the story of Moses and the children of Israel? And Moses, when, he, when they crossed over the, the Red Sea and everything, Moses didn't take them. If he'd have just turned a left turn, he could have went right up there. It would have took about 15 days to get to where he, the promised land was. Now, you know, they wandered out there for 40 years. You can do a lot of walking in 40 years. You know that, guys, right? So, but Moses wasn't taking him there. He was taking him to where he met God on, on Mount Sinai. He was taking him to the burning bush part. He was, because he said, I can't take you to the blessings of God until I get you to get to the blesser. I got to get you to meet God. Hallelujah. And you know, when they got to the base of that mountain, what happened? Smoke and fire came down on that mountain and everybody got afraid and they ran back and said, hey, you go talk to God and then you come back and tell us. And Moses said, no, 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 come on. This is God just testing you. He wants you to understand. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of him because he wants to show you the fear of him. That, that, that sounds totally different, right? Don't be afraid of him because he wants you to show the fear of him. Two different words. Don't be afraid in fear to where you think he's going to do something. He's going to, you know, he's just this big ogre. He's big guy. He's going to zap you. But no, the fear of the Lord is the reverence of God of mine. He's the one that can help. He's the one that can do it. If you'll honor him and fear and do what's right in his sight, he'll bless you. He'll cause increase to come in your life. He will be there to protect you. Hallelujah. He'll do those things that he said he will do. Amen. But they were like, no, 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 no. That's okay. You handle it. Come back to us. See, that's what the problem is, is that many times we want what God has, wants, has promised, but we don't want him. And the biggest thing is, let me, and the reason I'm sharing all this is because for parents, grandparents, you can say all you want to to your kids, but what you do is going to speak so loud, they're not going to hear what you say. If your action is not backed up, if your words can be the empty words, but you have to have actions behind them, and you have to be, because that's the greatest, and the greatest thing that you can ever do for your family is to love and to serve God with all your heart. 
That's the greatest thing you can ever, because you give a legacy to them. You change their lives. Amen. And when you walk with God, hallelujah, you know, things change. Good things begin to happen. You know, I remember when my son came home from the seventh grade and he said, why do you have to be a pastor? Why do you have to? Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a very, everybody knows I'm a pastor. Does, I mean, yes, I am. Always has been. But uh, and he says, I, he goes, I am never going to be anything like that because I don't like people. <laughs> I don't want to be nice to people. <laughs> you know, and I just shared my heart with him and said, well, this is the thing. Here's what it is. You know, what God spoke to. And, I, and I'm not ashamed of who I am or what I do. And this is what we're going to do. You know, and he struggled with that, you know, all the way up until he was 18 years of age. And then God touched his heart, you know, and he got saved at a little young age, you know, things. But, you know, he's still in the back of his mind. I don't even know if he still likes people, but he loves God. And so he has to love people. Amen. You know, hallelujah. But, you know, God had his hand upon him. God touched his life. And, and I, I say that because there's nobody perfect. But when we miss it, Thank God we can ask God to forgive us. We can ask our children to forgive us. We can allow God to forgive us. Amen? Yes. You know, and there was another man in the Bible that was very unique. And that was a man named Enoch who walked with God. And the Bible says he was 300 years old and he was walking with God one day and they were fellowshipping. And all of a sudden God says, hey, you're closer to my house than you are to yours. Let's just come on over. And he just walked on home. And he was, and the Bible says he was not, which means he didn't die. I believe he's going to be one of the, the witnesses that comes back in the tribulation and all that kind of stuff. But it's amazing. But Enoch walked with God. And the, one of the, number, the Bible says when he was walking, walking with God and he was not, it says because his ways please the Lord. Amen? His ways please the Lord. Do you ever ask yourself if your ways are pleasing to God? You know, is God pleasing in, in what, what I'm doing? Hallelujah. And the wonderful thing about this is, is that many times we look at things about worth and we think, well, I may not be able to give this or I may not be able to do that. What is, but did you know that God's the one that sets the worth on the universe and what is good? Not man. Amen? There's a scripture in the Bible called Luke 16, 15 that says, what is highly valued among men is detestable in God's sight. And how many of you know that we, we, we go for what we value or we pursue what we value? Hallelujah. Amen. We hunger and we desire. So this morning, what I want to do just in this short time before we get into, because we have a lot of babies and stuff to do, is that I want you to check your spiritual thermometer this morning. We look around and see what are they doing, what's happening, and we want to, how do we, how can we get this, or how do we look at this and, and examine moves of God, or examine these, these young people that are hungry and their desire, you know, is that we need to examine our own self. What is our spiritual temperature? And our spiritual temperature is, de- is designed by how hungry you are. <laughs> Amen? I want you to be hungry. I want you to want God. Amen? I love God. I love fellowship. The greatest thing in all the world is having fellowship with God. There's no greater thing. And the worst thing in all the world is having broken fellowship from God. Because having a relationship that doesn't have a fellowship messes everything else up. Amen? Because you can be connected and say, I know I'm saved. I know I'm born again. But why are things not working in my life? Well, how much time are you spending fellowshipping with God so he can tell you what to fix? Amen? And if you've got kids and all these things here, and if you're young parents and everything, you better learn how to pray. Because kids don't come with a manual. I mean, they, they come with a little bit of things, but glory to God, each one is totally different. And I don't care if you've got three and this is your third one you're, you're dedicating. Guess what? That third one's totally different than the other three. Amen. And, and especially if you had a boy and now you've got a girl, or if you had a girl, now you have a boy. God bless you. Hallelujah. I had, I had two boys and a girl. It's a thing. And so uh, you see all this and it's like, wow. You know, I mean, if I'd had my, well, no, never mind. It was good. <laughs> all kind of things. You know, you just kind of think that way. Like, glory to God. God did it the exact way we needed to do it so it could work. Amen. Amen. But I wouldn't give anything in the world for being a parent because thank God. Hallelujah. God gives us the opportunity to raise his kids and to live a life 
and to pass down to the next generation how great God is, how wonderful God is, how awesome God is. Hallelujah. Amen. And the greatest thing that we need, the greatest thing that we need is his presence in our life. And the greatest thing that we can give to our kids is his presence. Hallelujah. His presence. And it's so vitally important that we know that. Don't, don't diminish. may not be able to give them a lot of natural things, but the greatest thing you can give them is Jesus. Give them the love of God. You can give them the spirit of God, the, the word of God. You can give them this thing. And if you'll draw nigh unto God, he'll draw nigh unto you. He really, really will. And it'll change your life. And now here's something. Let me give you some other encouragement for all those who think, well, me, I wish I would have known this way back. My kids are... Listen, never stop praying for your kids. Never, 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 never stop praying for your kids. You always pray for them. Pray for them to do right things. Pray for them to, to, to have uh, uh, wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Hallelujah. And you always have passion and desire because they're, they're watching you. They want to know that you can make it. They want to know that they can make it. Amen? Hallelujah. Do you remember going back to Moses there, one thing that the Lord just kind of brought up in my spirit here? Is that remember God told Moses, he said, listen, Moses, I'm done with these people. I'm done with everything. You can go ahead and go into the promised land, but I'm not going with you. My presence isn't going with you. They're complaining out here. They're frustrated out here. I'm done. You just take them on in. I'll give you the land. You can win the land, but I'm not going with you. And you remember what Moses said? He said, if you ain't going, I ain't going. He said, I'd rather stay here with this miserable group of people back here grumbling, just fussing. We're going to stay out here. I don't know how we're going to fix this, but we ain't going if you're not going. Amen? He said, I'd rather stay in the uncomfortable, the difficult, than go into the easy and the nice, but you're not there. Amen? Isn't it amazing, too, and this is for parents, too, is that while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, you know, their shoes didn't wear out, their clothes didn't wear out, they had food, they had manna, you know, bread from heaven, they had quails come, so they had meat. They had all this stuff. They had a light uh, by night that kept it at a perfect temperature. They had a uh, cloud by day that kept it at a perfect temperature. They had a perfect, God was doing miracles every single day, miracles, and they were totally out of the will of God. And then God says, if you want to get in my will, you got to go into the promised land. There's giants in the land. There's walls in there. People are going to come at you. They're going to try to kill you, but I'll be with you and you're going to conquer the land and you'll be in my perfect will. So that's what I'm going to liken it over to family. Just because there's difficulties, all kinds of things happen, doesn't mean that you're doing a lousy job. <laughs> doesn't mean that there's something wrong. Just simply means, glory to God, we get to work at this. We get to mold them. We get to make them into the people that God wants them to be. Amen? Because there's no, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect family. And uh, we think we are, but, uh, ooh, glory. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> we know we ain't. I know that's not good English, but that's okay. Four things for parents, and then we're going to start here. So uh, those of you that have your texting and everything, give me five minutes, and then everybody go get whoever's supposed to go get, okay? Anyways, four things I want to share with you. Number one is learn how to walk by faith and speak faith over your kids and believing in them. Believe in them. Believe in yourself and believe that God's going to make a way. God's going to show you what to do. You got to walk by faith without walking by faith. And walking by faith means we walk by faith and not by sight, which simply means that, hey, we're going to believe the best. Because you're going to be times your kids will do things and you'll say, I just can't believe you did that. That's okay. You can't believe what they did. Hallelujah. But glory to God, you can still have faith and speak words of life into them. Amen. Second thing is you're going to have to walk in the spirit of knowing things and always trust what you know on the inside of you. When I say walk in the spirit, all that simply means is walk by what you know God's speaking to your heart and know that if God tells you something that your kids are doing, know they're doing it. And if you can pray, stop, do whatever you need to do, but make sure that you're allowing that because hallelujah, God says he'll do things supernaturally for you if you let him. And I can't tell you how many times supernaturally God spoke to our heart to change and thwart things ahead of time. Amen? And uh, 
you know, I remember, you know, my wife used to get mad at me. And she'd say, why do you talk to the boys? Because I was 15 before. I know what they're thinking. I know what they're planning. This is nothing right now. <laughs> now, I struggled with my daughter because I was never a girl, never, you know, didn't know all things. So she, could, she, just, she could just totally manipulate me everywhere, you know, so I was useless. But with my boys, I'd been there before. I'd been nine before. I'd been ten. I know. I'd been dumb. I know how to do those things. Good stuff, you know. Hey, you know. I know what you know. Just you just knew it. So and and also I trusted the Holy Spirit. I trusted Him to show me and to help. Doesn't mean I got it all right all the time because there was things there. Third thing is always let this be the final authority and walk in light of the Word of God. You know, it's one of the biggest blessings I ever did was be able to take my kids to the Word and say, this is what God says, and this is what the Bible says, and this is why we do what we do. You know, and I'm not passing the buck because I'm going to stand on this if we do, but this is why we do what we do. This is what I live my life by. And uh, praise God, you know, it, it worked. Hallelujah. And here's the last thing is that walk in fellowship with God, but also don't be afraid to walk in fellowship with one another and don't be afraid to ask for help. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, you don't have to ask your parents or your grandparents because they're going to tell you. They're going to try to help you and they're going to tell you how to live, how to walk, how to talk, do everything. You may not have to do what they say, but you have to listen. That's respect and honor. Okay? And if you do listen, you may find out they're not as dumb as you think they are. Amen? You know, and for those of you that didn't have good relationships, I understand that. But the key is walk in the direction or walk in the fellowship with God and also walk with one another, which simply means we're here to help. Your family's here to help. That's why they're here to honor you today. That's why they're here. Hallelujah. And uh, thank God for that. Amen. I mean, that's such a joy to see that. I love to see grandparents. I love to see aunts and uncles. I like to see godparents. I like to see people saying, hey, we're going to help in this situation. Because it's a blessing. And it's a, especially when you're saying you're going to live for God. That's like, oh, yes. That's awesome. Amen? That is awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's, let's bow our heads here right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you. Lord, I've just shared my heart and encouragement to our body, but also to the parents. Father, because I know that your presence is falling in our nation. And we don't want to miss the day of visitation. We don't want to miss the things that you have for us. Father, this is such a joyous, wonderful occasion about just celebrating life, life, especially some things today. And Lord, thank you for that. But Father, in my heart, I know that you just spoke tomorrow and said, I want you to do this. So these are the directions that we're headed, the directions that we're doing. And now, Lord, thank you for these families, these precious, precious families and not just the families that their babies are being dedicated, but Father, each and every one, each and every one that's here, hallelujah. Lord, we honor you for that, and I thank you for it. Because all of us are connected to a family. We are. Even if our family's gone on to heaven, we're still connected with a family. So Lord, be magnified and, and bless this time. Bless these children, Father. Hallelujah. As I lift them up before you and pray that which you have me pray, Father, thank you. Thank you that your hand is going to be upon them, that you are going to direct their lives, direct their steps. And Lord, I thank you for that now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is good. You know, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that tell us that we're supposed to teach our children and we're supposed to get them to set their hope on God. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't you just love the sound of children? I love the sound of children. It never bothers me when, when the kids are yelling, laughing, jumping, doing, trying to out-preach me. That never bothers started my. I started out-preaching in little bitty churches where, you know, they didn't have nursery, they didn't have children, they didn't have anything. It was, everybody was there, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, and of course, I grew up in a church like that. We just, you know, we, we went to Sunday school, then we went to church. You know, I'll never forget one time my little brother was four years old and uh, I'm waiting for everybody else to show up because they're all coming in. But my little brother was four years old and we were trying out pastors at our church. So we had a new pastor there. This guy was doing preaching and he went a little long. And in the church I grew up in, if you went one minute past 12, you, you just knew, knew you weren't going to make it. 
you're just done. I mean, you had, you had to stop five minutes before. You had to, you know, do this. And uh, he basically turned to the, you know, the, to the kind of to the board members. He said, well, is there anything else? And my little brother stood up on the pew. He has a big heart. He said, nope, that'll be all. You're done. <laughs> I said, awesome. It embarrassed me at the time, but I, I, I thought, man, I, I really wanted to say that too. <laughs> I know, somebody, see, I grew up in church, so, you know, hallelujah, amen, and so, did anybody go get Pastor Pamela, because she's the one that's got to help me start this thing, did you get her, it, it, uh, and she's being Pastor Pamela, she's being Pastor Pamela, she told you to wait, I totally understand that, that's my, that's my wife, she's precious, she has, she has taught me so much, especially in the area of patience. I'll tell you another story about me and my brother were sitting there and my parents would say, listen, if you don't be quiet, you're going to, you know, you're going to get it. You know, my dad believed in corporal punishment. Spanking was a, a good thing for him. And we're sitting there and this guy was just, finally, my brother grabs his coat and says, hey, dad, he said, I told you, he said, dad, come on, a whipping's better than this. <laughs> my dad got so tickled. He got so he, he started he left, that he him and my brother they went out out outside. And I'm thinking he's gonna go out and get a spank. I, I, I should have followed. I should have followed because when they got outside, my dad laughing so hard he took my brother down, got him ice cream. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, I'm gonna follow next time. But I didn't want to get a whipping, so I thought, I'll stay here. You know, I could tell you story after story like that, because I grew up in church. Church is dangerous sometimes. But I still love God, and I still love God with all my heart, and I thank God for that, because church is where I got saved at. Hallelujah. Church is where God uh, taught me a lot of things that were such really precious and wonderful. Amen? They were. They were in an incredible place that, t- that was there. So, you know, I, I, I love church, but uh, obviously, you know. So anyways, while they're coming, let me just share a few things more with you. And uh, um, one of the things, too, for just for the parents, grandparents, you know, through our kids, we pass on everything. Everything we have, you know, the, the nut doesn't fall too far from the tree. You know that. So they're, they're acting or doing something. Usually it's because they learned it somewhere or it came down through something. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it's each of our generations, each one of us has to, uh, it's our responsibility to pass on to the next generation. Right? It's our responsibility to, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. So glory to God. Hallelujah. I didn't throw her under the bus too bad. So it was good. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to save that for a little thing here. But uh, we do. We do that. We pass it on. We get it. Yes. Hallelujah. Go ahead and grab that. Come on over here. And I think they got them set up in order. Oh, you already. See, I told you they had me all lined out here. So it was all good. Amen. Test, test. And so we are going to invite each family to come up. And all of you come up. And uh, do you want this moved, Greg? Pastor Pam says it has to be moved. <laughs> here. Oh, you, let, Juan's going to come help you here too, you guys. Just stick it right over there. That's okay. Stick it right over there, guys. It's all right. That's no, good. It's all good. All right. The Going family for yeah. Isaiah. Yes, Isaiah. Isaiah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, good, 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 good. Come on, everybody, come on, get all up here. Here we go, come on. Yeah, bring them all. This is awesome. Come on, buddy. Come on up here. Oh, you got it. There you go. Say, <laughs> so, yep, I'm the one. I'm the one. So, I'm the one, huh? <laughs> Hi, buddy. Yeah, I hear you. Come here, Isaac. Hey, come here, buddy. Come here. Hey, let's look at these guys. Look at this. Yes, yes, yes. This is Isaiah. Hallelujah. And he's the one usually trying to out-preach me, especially on Wednesdays. Awesome. He's got a good set of lungs on him. It's good stuff. So, Isaiah, I'm going to pray for you, okay? You ready? I know they're scary looking, but just look at the things out there, okay? 
Heavenly Father, we do thank you and praise you. Thank you for Isaiah. Thank you, Father, for your hand upon his little life. Lord, thank you for this family that stands behind him, that cares so much and loves him. Father, we thank you for the healing power of God that works in his life. We thank you for health and healing all the days of his life. And Lord, we thank you for your hand upon him, that you're going to order his steps. You're going to direct him and cause direction to go where he needs to go. And Lord, we honor you and love you and thank you for your amazing grace. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. You say amen. Huh? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, now, Greg, wait, you guys all can't. He's going to get this here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, next we have the Henson family. Amen. We have two. Hey, buddy. (laughs) How you doing? Look at you. Awesome. How we doing, bud? (laughs) Come on over here. (laughs) So it's Jedediah. Jedediah Henry Henson. And Eliana Abigail Henson. Ah. Beautiful names. All Those right. cute boots. Oh, my goodness. I need them boots. <laughs> How are we doing, buddy? You okay? I know. Huh? What's happening? You doing all right? You doing okay? Say good. All right. <laughs> you want to come down here so I can hold your hand? I'm going to pray with you, okay? All right, buddy. Come here. Aww. You got this? All right, cool. There we go. Hallelujah. And then we're going to pray for your sister, too. Amen? You got this? All right. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and praise you because you're such a great and mighty God. Thank you for Jedidon. Thank you for Abigail. Thank you, Father God, for your amazing grace upon their lives. And Father, thank you that your hand is going to be upon their lives all the days of their life. Father, we thank you for health and healing to continue to be going strong and strong. Hallelujah. And Lord, Thank you and praise you for this family that's going to stand with them and raise them in the admonition of the Lord. Lord, we honor you for that and we thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Good job, buddy. <laughs> okay. I guess give this to both of you there. Stay up there so you can get all your pictures and everything else, okay? Awesome, awesome, awesome. The Gomez family. Oh, amen. Yeah. Emilia and Samuel. Emilia and Samuel. So, Emilia and Samuel. Samuel. Okay, Mm -hmm. Emilia and Samuel. Come on. Yes, amen. Hi, guys. Yeah, man. You guys look sharp. I like it. I like Spider Man. He's cool. Yeah. Turn around and look at this way. These guys here. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, good. All right, Amelia. Hey, Sam, come here. Yeah, we'll get it right over here. Hey, Samuel. How you doing, buddy? Huh? Hey, you guys, let them all come on this way a little bit. They got to get them all on here. Get everybody up here and on here. There you go. Love big families. I love it. I love it. I love it. As you can tell, we have a big family, so we have to do that. Yeah, hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for Amelia, and we thank you for Samuel. And Lord, thank you as we just lift them up before you. We dedicate them to the Lord, and we thank you, Father, for your hand upon their lives. Father, we do declare that health and healing follows them all the days of their life. And we thank you, Father, for your amazing grace that you're just going to direct them, that their steps are ordered of the Lord. And thank you for this wonderful family that's here that's dedicating their lives to say they're going to live in honor of you, Father. So we honor you for it. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 (laughs) Thank you. Okay, I'll give that to you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Oh, man. Nice job. 
<laughs> oh, let me get another one. Go ahead. The Chambers family. Yeah, Scott and Abby. Ooh, the Chambers. That would be you. <laughs> Here you go. You're welcome. Oh, got this. There we go. Yep. You know, they really want, can I tell your story? There we go. They really wanted Avery to be here for this dedication service. And so she kept telling us, you know, please pray that she'll come. And she told me on, what was that? Was that a Thursday that you told me that? She, she born on Friday. Yeah, and she came out the next day. So she was like, yeah, I'm for this. So. <laughs> you got it, Ron? Come on, buddy. I got you. I got you. There you go. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yes. Little Avery. Oh, little Avery. She's the newest one to our whole church here right now, I believe. She's like, she's not even two weeks old, is she? She just turned two weeks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we do thank you and praise you, Father. We honor you and thank you for little Avery, Father. We thank you for your hand upon her. Thank you for bringing her in time for this baby dedication. And Lord, thank you for this family that stands behind her, that's going to live a life, hallelujah, that's you know, in honor of you, Father. Lord, we thank you for health and healing to follow Avery all of the days of her life. Thank you that your, her steps are ordered of the Lord. Hallelujah. That your hand will be upon her. Father, we thank you for that and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. She says, those lights are a little bright. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You got to get your picture, Hudson. Get up there and get your picture first. Get your picture. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Are you? <laughs> Spider-Man. All right. Hudson, you got to go back over there, buddy. You got to stay up there. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll help you. Come on. All right. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Watch that. Right there. Just right there. Down, there there you go. Oh, down you can do. That's okay. All right. All right. Thank you. And now right, we'll buddy. have the, the Hammond family. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yes. You guys are going to have to do double steps too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, this is extra special today for this. And, uh, and if you're wondering why Scott and Abby are standing up here and why Greg and Chicago, they're actually godparents for each, each one just to do, because of things. And, uh, you know, Greg's our IT guy. He's the one that does all the cameras. He's doing all the one on thing. He's my behind the, behind the scenes. He he does everything. So if you miss this, you see it on YouTube and everything. He's our producer. He's the one that does everything here. Uh, he's been working for me for a long, long, long time. So it's a tremendous blessing. And uh, actually, I met both both these guys when they were teenagers. Teenagers and. Uh, God has brought them through and given them an amazing blessing and just his hand upon it. And we've walked through things as a church, but this is such a joy, such a joy, huh? Then said, that's why my name is little Isaac, because I am the laughing at the devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to let the whole world know, huh, Isaac, that's what you're going to do. And so, hallelujah, this is so precious. Father, we thank you for this amazing gift from God, and we thank you for Isaac, and we thank you for your hand upon his life, 
Thank you that health and healing, hallelujah, will just follow him and be in him all the days of his life. Thank you, Father, that you do have his steps ordered of the Lord. And thank you for this amazing family that stands behind him, that loves him and cares and that's going to live their life in honor of you, Father. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise because, God, you are so faithful. You are so faithful. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. I know those lights are really bright, huh? (laughs) All right, let them get your thing. Oh, give that to you. You go. Greg, 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 you got to give it. Come on. (laughs) It's all right. Well, let's give them all a good round of applause here. Praise God. Amen. You know, we're growing our church one way or the other, so it's really good. We've got to get a little bigger nursery now and what goes on. But thank you so much, you know. Praise God. Let's close with prayer. So if you'd bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we do once again, we thank you that for your amazing grace upon our lives. And Lord, once again, we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, who is so amazing and so wonderful that you loved us so much that you sent your son, that you thought we were worth the Lord Jesus Christ to come and to die for us. So Father, thank you for everyone that's here and everyone that's watching. My heart's desire is that each and every one knows the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way. That they don't just know about him, but they know him. You know, that they know him, that Jesus is their personal Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. So, Lord, that's my heart's cry. We know what your word says, that if we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved. So, Father, I ask the Holy Spirit to touch lives this morning. Touch each and every one that's here. And, Father, thank you for Harvest Bible Church. Thank you for these wonderful folks who are rejoicing with all of those. And, Father, we are hungering for that move. We are hungering for your downpour and your outpouring of the Spirit of God in this place. Our lives to be touched. Doesn't have to be like anybody else. Just has to be what you desire. And Father, we want what you desire because we want you. We are hungry and thirsty for you and for fellowship with you. Not for what you can do, but for who you are. We honor you for it, Lord. Lord, thank you once again. You're so great, so wonderful. And we just love you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand up. You know, we have a whole prayer team that's going to be down here that if you need prayer for anything or you want to talk to them about accepting Jesus or talk to them, they'll be down there. It's a whole bunch of good group of folks. That's how we do it. Hey, I love you. God bless you. You are dismissed. <laughs>